You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, everyone. Uh, We're going to be listening to a song together today. We're going to be premiering, debuting a track by the band Husbandry. Uh, The song is called Drop by Drop. It's their new single. Now, very quickly, uh, I'm going to say that this is a band that uh, has been weirdly close to me. Uh, associates of uh, both self. To- <laughs> it makes it sound like they like I, I woke up at the grocery store and on the other aisle. Like it's no, you friends because you you've well, worked on projects. This is my yeah, new. This is this is my new band, Swim Fan. It's uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm stalking them. Uh, so uh, associate associates of both self defense family and uh, drug church. Uh, we're actually indebted to them in a lot of ways. Uh, and they are a consummate New York City band. They play post hardcore, but we're talking about weirdo like diehard leeway fans, you know? Like the, it's just the the strangest collection of people have come together to make very capable post hardcore. Up to this point in their in their career, it's been too mathy for the masses. Uh it's just been that type of challenging, borrowing a little too much from early Dillinger, perhaps for uh, a lot of our listeners on this single sorry everybody i'm editorializing now on this single uh you're getting just straight up post hardcore and i think that a lot of our listeners uh, it's going to hit the sweet spot for them so happy to debut this uh uh this is through static era records uh who are m- another one of our friends and uh give it a listen now
Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And everybody, I'm going to be on uh, AirPods today, as I am in the loading dock of a House of Blues in... Does anybody remember where I am? Dallas. Dallas? Dallas. Yes. This is, uh, this is a very Dropkick Murphys moment, Patrick. He's getting blue-collar working class at the big clubs, so... Yeah, watching people. He's shipping up to Dallas. Oh, <laughs> he's watching the the blue collar experience from his car door. Here's a question for you, for you fellas. If if you were uh, not to be morbid, but if if you were uh, m- uh, murdered uh, in front of the entire world, and and you know, and it was grisly, and like a portion of your skull went flying off, uh, would you want people to kind of make it a like a pop culture, um, a kind of marker of some type where all oh, like here's where, JFK, here's where JFK got his fucking head blown off. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I or like I think there's a mural upstairs at the House of Blues that, uh, you know, it has pop culture icons like Kenny Rogers in it or whatever. But it's it's I think it's I only walked past it very briefly, but I think it's recreating the the Jack Ruby photo, and I'm. I'm just curious. I would be at peace with it. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I enjoy yourself, everybody. <laughs> but like a lot of people would not, and a lot of people would find it bad taste. And certainly the, the Kennedys have got to be in the weirdest position in the world where their family legacy includes just grisly assassinations that they can't avoid, right? Like there's they're the most memed. Yes, the most memed pop culture things that. Like I say, Jack Ruby, you can picture it right now. Yes. That uh, famous picture yeah. with his hands behind his back, like yeah. I I mean it's uh yeah it's 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 like Mickey Mouse and uh, Kennedy's uh, head exploding are, are are just American icon imagery. Um, I don't know. Oh, How would so you guys do we want that? I guess not. I guess not. I don't know. But I mean, that means I'm like famous enough, or I've done enough that like it is. If I'm like just some Joe Schmo, you know, what I mean, like I like. You know, can I can picture the the person who stood in front of the tank at Tiananmen Square? Yeah, for sure. I don't know their name, but I can picture yeah. it as you know what I mean. I get it's if you're famous enough that it's like, hey, something happened here, or it's it you're so beyond reproach that like people go, no, we can make fun of it because like it's the Ken. I mean, is right at Kennedy's is fucking you know like. I, I mean, I but yeah. Think about it. Tank, tank man and falling man are two of the most morbid and upsetting images you can, you can conjure in your mind. Well, well so they you, do. They do. Least, live, they live let me mind. say this as a, a flip to it, because I, I know at least for Patrick, I think this is of an interest, to at least passing like uh, weirdo morbid tourism. Like, oh, this is the place where that dude got his skull cracked in on the thing. Remember? For sure. Yeah. So if uh, if that could be your legacy, uh, is that whenever somebody uh, visits Rensselaer, it's like, oh, that's where that's where Pat Kinlan, uh, they the the police used the stop sign through his through his chest and he was stuck there. Mm. That's the stop sign. Would you want that or uh, too much? What? I mean, I don't know. It's it, 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 you know now I have a stepson, so maybe it you know I wouldn't want him walking around with that like whatever. Like, you know, if I was shot to death or whatever. But prior to that, I I think, you know, it's fair game. And I guess it is just ultimately fair game, right? Like, we we have to make light of things that are 
I mean, people's heads. Yeah, like a portion of your skull flying off is upsetting, no matter who you are, right? So, like, right, we 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 kind of got to make light of it or or deal with the. Uh, all right, let's let's do some sponsors. <laughs> Jeez, we gotta. I mean, we gotta leave a closed casket then. Yeah, yeah like that was <laughs> trying to from the uh, the fellow. What's the uh, from the from the movie Willow with the skull mask? It is closed casket activities. Mm, uh, 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 Burgle Burgle Cut is, is one of the characters in Willow. There you go. Mm, okay, give me a character name that you think represents to live a lie from Neverending Story. Uh, uh, never any story. Who, who's I like the rock guy. What's his name? I think um, we talked about this not that long ago. We'll yeah, talk rock, rock, rock eater, rock hands, decent rock man. eater. Okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, let's say Tom, uh, if you can, oh let's try this. Um, uh, what is uh, both run for cover and ET's favorite candy? Oh, Reese's Pieces, mm-hmm. right. And of course, the almighty Convulse Records, who we will say, uh, Patrick, what, what is a good, um, oh, I have one in my mind, but uh, what is a good 80s movie creature that would represent uh, Convulse Records? Pumpkinhead. I'm going Harry and the Hendersons. So, <laughs> they're on the mountains. Yeah. That, thank you, Tom. Uh, so, short and sweet, these labels are all hobbin got new stuff going keeping it tight because patrick is in a van um go show love today i'm going to tell you go to their band camp go to their band yeah camp. do that uh a good way to support good way to show action and listen to something new because that i was gonna uh, say a, good, a, joy. a very good way to trip over something that's right very cool so thank you to them and thank you to you guys how are you doing how are you feeling uh, it's 90 degrees and humid and I'm in a, uh, van in a loading dock, uh, where the staff of the house of blues uses it to take their smoke breaks. So it's a, uh, you know, I, I, I've been worse certainly, but, uh, uh maybe 90% rather than a hundred today. Tom, how you doing today, buddy? 91%. Oh, I love it. I love it. I would like for it to be 90 degrees. I'd like to go outside. Yeah, I feel that. I'm not. I'm not that mad at this. This is all right. You got a pretty big, yeah. So you're out with Alkaline Trio. You're in Dallas, Texas tonight. Yeah, uh, we could talk about that. I I uh, I don't want to say I was I wasn't shocked in any sort of way. I didn't have any type of background with Alkaline Trio guys. Like I know their music, but I I I did. I you actually kind of like their music even before playing with them. You were one of the few. Like they're one of those few bands that I like. That you go now. They do have a couple. Of, they got some bangers. Yes, so, so it, I, it's funny. I got I got yelled at. Somebody online said, "Yay!" He said they only have three good tracks. <laughs> and you also somebody, say they're on like, Hatebreed, so I mean, you could be wrong. Well, somebody somebody in my life said, "Hey, can you stop getting away from the bag, please? Please, can you stop like just saying things that uh, that?" Fight? But I don't remember saying that. And if I did, what I mean by it is they have three excellent tracks, <laughs> and which is says more than most like ninety nine percent of bands. Would you say? I would say that Alkaline Trio has three records that are exceptional records, two records, two records that are maybe all timers. And and then if you want to expand on it from there, you certainly have uh, songs on each record. But I think that I like I, I say it on stage each night and I'm not bullshitting. Literally the best in genre. You know what I mean? Like you, like I'm not 
listening to anybody saying that there's anything else in this genre that is better. These are just better songs than the other stuff in the genre. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a fan. I'm not like my bandmates. My bandmates are are straight up lifers. They they love love this band. But I I am uh, I'm just like a I'm a fan. I I think they're good at what they do for sure. I can really see that, but I can see it. Yeah, he can. I saw it. I, I I see what I'm looking at. I uh, I mean, they play a nice set list. A little bit of everything. Nobody leaves upset. Oh no no no! It's it, they. It, I mean, I don't mean this in a fucked up way. They they know they're servicing their fans. They they're doing like they're playing a set that every fan would be like, yeah, I'm I'm game. Even with the new songs, which is which is pretty rare this far into the game that they play new songs and people care. Yes, that's true. But but the new record was very well received. I I, uh, I don't know. I'm I firstly those dudes. That's what I was. I'm sorry. That's what I was driving at. Is that these dudes are incredibly amiable and 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 welcoming and uh it's been really nice so far and uh, bob is showing us a, a grimace uh, i don't know what's uh, happening uh, uh court, courtroom courtroom sketch of called grimace on trial for murder he had he had a hard time at the alkaline trio gig listen uh nice dude if you're it, it, yeah. Nice dudes, and I. Was, thanks I, for listening. Appreciate your Patreon support, Alkaline yeah. Trios. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I I'm not asking. And I already got the fucking tour. I just think that the, I was really pleasantly surprised that they're as warm as they are. You got to check out this band AFI too. You'll like them and Blink One Eighty Two. You'll you'll love it. It's fantastic. All right, but next. I was going to say, Alkaline Trio destroys both. Wow, it's heavy. That's destroys. What are we doing? Let it. Oh God. Listen. Uh, anyways, uh, Patrick should tour. Uh, we're going to start talking about U2 as well, because I think they should take Drug Church out. Um, be cool. You, you cool are, listen, listen, you are being dismissive of a band that I guarantee, I gar- I would bet money on you liking, if you took uh, the, the top listen tracks from the first two records, I have no not a doubt in my mind you would enjoy them. I listened to more than one Alkaline Trio record. I did a podcast episode of talking about it, uh, where I listened to the record at least five times, and I can break it down track by track. Hold on, just let me find. Uh, Repair Infirmary. I don't know. It was just the one. on that one. The God Pop on record. From it, to, yeah. From from here to Infirmary, and yeah, the, I mean, there's literally hits on every record. It's kind of crazy. There, there are, yeah. Um. Listen, Tom and I do not have a ton of overlap in our non-hardcore. No, so we're just joking. I'm enjoying this. No, I, I know. It's, it, I, I appreciate it. I, I'm not. I'm trying not to. Uh, God, who's out with you? Yeah, cure you. Um, yeah, cure you. Uh, how do you mean? Is, is Dookie out with you? No, Dookie's meeting up with us for the Chicago show, New York show, a, a number of shows. He took photos in uh, Southern California. Uh, we've got uh, Alex, who is uh, our uh, sound guy, uh, also drummer of Jill, and uh, uh, Morgan, who is uh, usually a guitar tech for the band The Story So Far and an accomplished musician in his own right. Uh, he's doing merch for us. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, we can talk about how uh, having more people than that is a little absurd, in my opinion, when you have a van, and that will lead us to the Escuela Grind conversation. Mm. Uh, the the record I did was Good Morning, but I listened to the first three as well. So, um, good luck, uh, guys. Let's talk some hardcore. Patrick, um, so far seems like it's been an enjoyable tour. 
regardless of what anyone, everybody loves Alkaline Trio. Uh, how are their, I'm assuming, and I might be wrong, mm. both of the people at these shows is, are there to see them. Uh, <laughs> you and you would assume correct, yeah. I mean, how, yeah how, is the, how has the warmth been for Drug Church, et cetera? Like, I know you usually, yeah. your, your meet and greet was just before this, so. <laughs> no meet and greet. Listen, uh, here's what I'll say is uh, when you play music where you have no uh, tonality to your voice and it's you're yelling essentially, uh, it's easy to push people away. Uh, and it, it, people, my experience is that people have got to see that you're smiling. People have got to see that you're enjoying yourself because otherwise you come off like the band that came in to, to bring down a mood. Uh, but I'm like a pretty, I'm a pretty smiley guy when I'm playing. So uh, I think that has something to do with the fact that we are uh, doing in my view very well, did not know what to expect. And uh, the reception has been really nice. They, they've got pretty, uh, seemingly pretty open-minded fans, or at least uh, they are dialed into the type of music that we do. Well, and that's always, it's something that's been talked about for a long time. I think there was a fear that this happened way, way, way back with Hatebreed, but it didn't really. Um, it's what friends of mine, older friends, called the Slayer effect. Where, And I'm sure the same thing, Tom, I'm sure that's not a new term to you either. Yeah. Where bands would go tour with Slayer, and Slayer like would take out decent bands, whatever. And nobody gave a shit because they were just there yeah. to see Slayer. Like, so you have less of a fault, like, no, like, disrespectful to an extent. Not even like, oh, it wasn't like people moshing. Like, Sick of It All did a, a Slayer tour when Sick of It All was like kind of at their heights. Yep. And they were like, New York was cool. The rest of the tour was like dreadful because people were just like chanting Slayer and like couldn't <laughs> give less than a shit. Yeah. Like, it was uh, deleterious to the band's morale, spirit, and overall desire to do music. <laughs> to go open for for Slayer, um, I believe AFI actually did hit that point for a minute too, where it was like, "Oh shit, these are just such diehards." But uh, that is also what I've heard. Alkaline Trio is that they have receptive fans. Kudos to those people. Kudos to people checking new stuff out. Um, you know, privately we've talked about it more than once. It's really cool that Drug Church is getting these opportunities because the music makes sense it's uh it makes sense that people who like alkaline trio could really get into drug church too so um continued success your way what has been the worst non gig part of tour give us a good bad story uh i got i mean listen i got no stories except uh i'm i'm under i'm under rested uh you know uh not to be totally disgusting, but my body fails a little bit when that's the case. Meaning, like, yeah, like I got to, I, I, yeah, I got to change my underwear after a show. It's just like, I, you know, it's the typical bullshit of being uh, kind of like a, a tired, bad diet sort of touring existence. I get, you ever come you know, back I, to the van and see someone putting like jelly in your peanut butter and be like, "Yo, man," you know, oh, that's going to segue into another segment we're going to talk about. We uh, we just put the expensive uh, nut butters on our rider, and and today uh, they hit us with cashew butter. Pretty excited! Wow, I mean, that's like a, that's a that's over ten dollars. <laughs> little Justin's. What's the weirdest nut butter you've had? Like, do they make pistachio nut butter? I'm curious. I've never had it. I'm sure they do, but I've never had it. I I I, I like sunflower butter the best. 
Sunflower nut butter. Dude, sunflower, sunflower is the go-to in our house. Also, anyone who's an OG, like, man, sunflower butter sucks. Major improvements over the last 10 years, I'd say. Yeah, and it, and if your kid has a nut allergy, they can eat it. It's the go-to. That, so at my kid, even if your kid doesn't have a nut allergy, but there's nut allergies at the school, a.k.a. every yep. fucking school, yep. uh, sunflower butter is good. And uh, just the generic kind you can get anywhere is pretty good. Whatever the one with the yellow label. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your underwear. I hope you're getting new underwear every day. Hey, you put that on your fucking rider. Underwear. That's the, the rider. Yeah. The socks. That's like if you said, oh, yeah, we get new socks every day. I'd be like, that's it. You've hit the pinnacle. You've reached now, it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I've heard about Davey Havoc's uh, Nutribullet at every show. Oh, I would like to. I didn't know that. I would, you need to. Yeah. This is like Price is Right. They're just throwing Nutribullets around. Like, oh. I mean, if you, you look at him, he's pretty, yeah. I mean. He's jacked. He takes care of himself. He, he uh, and who wants to be riding around a bus with like, you know, a dirty ass Nutribull? Nutribull. Yeah, he's not taking it with him. He leaves it there. He leaves it there and. Uh, who gets the menu. Nutribullet? Some yeah. menus at it? But it works there. That's cool. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. I'm with that. Okay. okay. Shout out to Damien Havoc and his Nutribull. <laughs> Don't say that. That's the best. Part yo, don't say that too loud. Shout out to Davey Havoc. Why around who you're around? I'm just saying. Oh, are the are the ops around? He's got ops, or they all. You're on tour with some ops. All right, all right. Um, okay. I mean, this might be old news, but it's yeah. There's there's, gotcha. there's old old. So, all right, we're we're up to date with that. Um, nothing too new in my world. Uh, lots of, lots of youth basketball out here. Uh, Tom, anything new in your world before we talk on the hardcore, uh, minutia of the day, bullets and all. I went to go see, uh, rival schools and Thursday the other night. How was that? Incredible. Yeah. I, now I was, I was like, I had the realization. I'm like, is rival schools the best Walter thing? It's, yes, might be you. And like, because they so they did all the hits from the first record, sixty nine guns, a parts for B actors, closing with ring it out. I'm like, ring it out should be a hit. I, feel, I don't want to live yeah, in America. It's a hit. No, I agree. Ring it out's a hit. And they were awesome. They were fucking. A parts for B actors a hit. Uh, sixty nine guns is a good song. Uh, it, so uh, my son, uh, I played Gorilla Biscuits the other day. Just hadn't heard it in a while, so I put it on. And he goes, oh, this sounds like Momo music because his his joke personally is that uh, Amanda only listens to like yelling, screaming hardcore, like Hatebreed <laughs> or else. I'll- and then I like I like yacht rock, which is not far from the truth. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but he likes Rival Schools quite a bit. He really likes Rival Schools. Oh, the Grill Biscuits on, and he was like, ah, oh, this sounds like Momo music. It's all right. He's like, I don't. It's a little, you know. I was like, oh, this is the guy who does Rival Schools. He's like, Rival schools is way better. <laughs> okay, there's the people who disagree, but uh, I, I like your opinions. Well, yeah, they were great. And Thursday were great. They did the World the Time record, and like, they're still great, man. You know, it's just it's I have a soft space in my heart for the boys from Thursday, so I thought they were great. It was a great show. Over, it was mad, fucking a lot of people way sold, way oversold at fucking Urban Plaza. Maybe not oversold. Before we say that, before the OB yeah. comes down, but like sold to the. What was funny? Here's what I didn't Going realize. So the absolute limit, probably. No, so like whatever their limit is, I didn't realize that they adjusted depending on the type of show. Oh, yeah. I never realized that. So it's like, oh, they're, you know, their legal limit is 1,100 people. But if they're doing like crowbar, they'll do like 950. Yep. Because they have to take into consideration the size of the bodies 
come holy to shit room wow that's a and, real that's real right so like, even thursday they're like yeah we did it to our capacity but like there's fucking 45 year olds coming yeah yeah like they're adults that are bigger than they used to be but if it's but the K-pop like, show, it's a it's a different story, right? Like my another buddy that works there, they're like, yeah, like if we book some like teenage like TikTok thing, there'll be eleven hundred people, and it'll it'll look like eleven like half full because they're That's so small yep. and are on top of each other. Interesting, yeah. It's <clears throat> the world of uh, so uh, we have so much to talk about. So I just let's hit this one really quick, and I don't know if you hit it the last podcast. Uh, have we? Have we destroyed the guy uh, who is responsible for St. Vitus's woes? What do we do? We do we talk on that on air, Tom? No, because I don't think we knew at the time when we recorded that we like what. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Really quick. Really quick. Yeah, go ahead. An asshole who got thrown out was racist and said some fucking shitty stuff, and then weaponized the Department of Buildings against Vitus until it was too late, and then you know, and then DOP had to like fucking listen showed up at a fucking mind force show right before right after or during balmora right before mind force and they shut the place down and vitus is going to be closed for a little bit until they figure out all the you know the licensures and all that stuff that they need um and it's mostly bureaucratic bullshit it's not safety stuff it's more like you don't have it like in new york you need a cabaret license to mosh yeah you know or you need like <laughs> fucking you know like this kind of it's everything is like a it's all in this you know and i was explaining to somebody i'm like this is easy money for the city. Yeah. Because this yeah, can I mean, cost, you know, this could cost them, say, I, I, I'm i guessing, if they it cost them 50 grand, there was no labor that got, and it got the city $50,000 for nothing. That's right. So, of course, they're going to enforce this sign of stuff rather than stuff that they're not going to get any money off. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 summation, it's a small man who's leveraging the power of the state against a small business. He should feel bad about himself, and uh, I hope he goes to church. Well, everyone's got that his name and every like he'll get he'll get caught out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and give it like one. a hard, hard a talk to talking to. Yeah, not, exactly. Not, nothing else. Stern. No, we're Stern. gonna. Um, well, I, yeah, I'm eventually gonna get to that. We're gonna talk about stern conversations uh, today. Um, I would say so. So, Bob, do you have uh, an ordered list of what we need to discuss? Or, or, no, we're we... loose. We're loose and open. I want to let you take it really quick. Before we go forward, I did want to say, because Tom said that Thursday Rival School Show is big, you're playing big rooms every single goddamn night. Do not take for granted the moment we're in, everyone in the sound of our voices, where you're going to see bands you love with 3,500 people. I say this as someone who, who loves being in the basement, loves the VFW hall more than anything. But being able to be in these rooms and see bands who you love, believe in, think are fantastic, play to that kind of thing, goddamn rare. Okay. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to say something that maybe you guys, uh, you guys will find a delicate way to say what I'm going to say, and I'll be caught out there looking like a fucking hater, okay? No. I was so, these are not my friends. Uh, These are just peers. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I don't have any stake in this. It was really beautiful to see Ceremony play such a big room. Really, right. really, really beautiful. beautiful. Really beautiful. Amazing. And, and and I was very happy for that. And then I realized there was a barrier. And you have 3,700 people are going to have to. You got it. I, under, I understand the concession is completely inappropriate, though. 
Like, uh, like I understand there's no way around it. Uh, uh, you know, I, the, to the people that put the show on, we, you know, we know each other. Uh, this is not an assault on you. It is just, that's just d- a discouraging thing and an otherwise completely beautiful moment. A- and I, I, I just, I did not realize it because I was looking at this bit photos, of big room. And I was like, God damn good for ceremony. What a win. That's so cool. But this, this deep into a career where they've taken so many chances. I'm like, fucking like, oh, it's awesome. And then just as Tom says, 3,700 cap, there's not one in the United States that you're getting to go without a barrier. A- and it, there's just, you have to really work hard. And can I be an old man? Yeah. Flinch, I'm ask, Bob, ask Bob how it's like to do a over 3,700 cap without, but here's my question as an old man hater. Yep. Yeah. If I'm watching and watching ceremony do the, that record, Mm-hmm. If there was a barrier, I would be infuriated because there was people, there was not, if there was not, because people are moshing on the stage, knocking into guitars, I would yeah, fucking be sure. I, yeah, I do yeah. want to say that in, in typical California style, there were still people who got up on the stage and not sure. like one or two. There was some stage storming, if you will. Um, so not, I don't know that, I think it was an interesting thing because Look, we all just said this. That was incredible. I, I, I take a minute to tip my cap to obviously the dudes from Sound of Fury who helped put it together. Um, but most importantly, Ceremony, who put the whole thing together too. Uh, such a cool thing. Um, I was thinking about them a lot because to me, I, I, my my preference of their material is the later era stuff. Um, I really love it. And uh, but But you can go through their entire catalog and find really uh impressive material uh so certainly not excluding ronert park which they played um tom's not wrong pat you're not wrong either hate a barrier hate it uh there will be no barriers at the have heart show in boston that we're doing three thousand plus people um but that's not easy and that's also not it's just not easy you can't get that everywhere there's places where you just straight up can't get that los angeles being one of those places that's making it very very difficult so shout out to the people who've who've rectified that or working it in um yeah so anyways i I wanted to put that out there saint vitus uh they will be back i did you know what tom maybe you saw this too i don't know if this is your your waves patrick um I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of positive memories of St. Vitus. That's been like a really important venue for the last, I don't know, 10 years-ish, more? Sorry, I'm back. If you Saint are, Vitus, listen, it, very important it, venue for the last 10 years? Yeah, I mean, it's been, I feel like there's been an outgrowth of other venues because of St. Vitus. It's also every every city in the uh, the world needs a capable club. A centralized place, right. Yes, a a a professional venue that is sub 500 cap. It is even in New York city. Yes, it is necessary. So they have, they, they haven't just done a good job. They've played a role perfectly. So so I, you know, I'm, yeah, I was, I was disappointed to hear the news about them and they will be back. They will definitely be back. They have, yeah, people working on it with them already. Um, but yeah, they'll be back. It just, it's annoying bureaucracy, which is just how it is. All right. So, Uh, Yes. Let's, let's get I, into I, things. I'm oh, chopping at the bit. Let, let, oh, let's. Go. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. We've got um, spiked 
uh, uh, pre-workout. This is the funniest story. one. Let's start there. It's the funniest one. Okay, funny, but let's hold on. Let's do it's the thing. It's also also super. Yes. Like, come on, like we're, what? We got, guys. We're gonna do the thing. We're gonna do the thing, the Kennedy thing, where we acknowledge that it's terrible. Yeah, and then we also say, yeah, but that's pretty fucking wild and crazy. And and, and so. Uh, and this is us in a post, and Pat, is this us in a post Shane Gillis world? Well, you know what? I don't, you know how I am. I just want people to understand that I wish everybody the best and then we can do our jokes. So everybody, it is wrong to violate the sanctity of somebody's body in any regard that goes from, uh, uh, you know, uh, giving LSD to, to, uh, somebody to, uh, giving them estrogen. And, and th that's what happened in this case. Everybody, if you haven't heard what we're talking about, it's, a, it's reached news I saw it on like the post.com, you know what I mean? Like the New York post, <laughs> uh, a band, uh, help me out from where, uh, uh, Texas, where, where, where the fuck they from? Um, uh, I have not heard a lick of their music. I don't think, uh, it, they're made my radar at the same time as most people's radars when they said, Hey, we, uh, have dissolved our relationship with our singer. As it turns out, he was, uh, giving spiked pre-workout to his bandmate whose fiance he was obsessed with. Um, now there's so many fucking questions within that. This is, like, this is the plot of a bad Tom Green. This is like the Freddie got fingered sequel. It's this it's, is an essay, the SVU. This is, this is an episode of SVU. It is. It, I, now my first question is where the, like I've got trans people in my feed who can't get their estrogen. And and, uh, and really want it. So my question is, where are you get, yeah. get where are you getting estrogen? Yeah, what vitamin shop are you working in that you can get this shit? Like, yeah, where you get but that shit? Amazon? And no, but then apparently the answer is, you, you could, could you guess? Because uh, as we've talked Amazon? about these people, no, 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 these people appear in our DMs occasionally. Uh, the gear gym. If you are at a gear gym, the same way that you can get testosterone in that locker room, you can also get estrogen. So apparently that's the answer. Um, Wild. So, because you've got to balance these things out if you're cycling, right? Like, if wh whatever. Anyway, so uh, the story is that the, the kid who was dosing his bandmate with estrogen uh, got drunk and coughed that it, it, information it, yeah. up. Yeah. Now, I try very hard at this stage of my life not to have any secrets, right? Like, it's it's too much hassle to be walking around with secrets. But I think that if I was actively... No, I don't want to say poisoning. I don't know what the fuck word you use. I, I mean, it's I, a serious I, criminal act, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, I want to make a bunch of jokes, but it the victim is... Was having, the victim was having, like, physical issues, like, and going to the doctor and being like, what's up? And they were like, I don't know. Like so, so listen, everybody. I don't know, but this, but the gentleman who said, "Hey, I'm, I've been having uh, some medical issues." The simplest one you're going to probably experience. You're going to get hit with gynecomastia and stuff like that. You, 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 there's just basic like secondary sex characteristics that we don't think about as being major. You know, like they're probably not life altering, but they would strike you as very odd if they started happening to you, and you would be very deeply concerned. So. Especially if you're taking uh, pre-workout, that means you're very like you're you're working out and you're paying attention. Yeah, you're to your on the shit. So if someone told so, me, I probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> a heavier person, you may not notice, but like if you're in shape, you're gonna notice when your boobs are bare. That's all true. So, uh, 
this is utterly insane. Um, everybody, don't do this. <laughs> and uh, best of luck to all parties involved. Uh, the, uh, it, uh, you know, I don't like it when hardcore makes the fucking radar for shit as crazy and stupid as this. Uh, but, uh, you know, love and, love and light to all the <laughs> I hope we get to the other side of it. Uh, on, a, on a less serious note, I guess, um, but I don't care to talk about this one. I find it totally fucking dull. Um, some band that plays a style of metalcore that is just like local and embarrassing uh, mm. threatened a, uh, a season desist against uh, an, another band, I guess more of a hardcore band. And uh, the internet spent like a long weekend clowning on the Steam metal core thing, whatever. Uh, I don't care about this shit, everybody. I, unless you guys have something to talk about, I, I found it completely boring. And when, when dudes look clueless, like there was a band that took a offense, I think to Trump Church. It might have been self defense. We uh, we played with them somewhere, and this like fake the band tool style fucking thing where you know there's fingerless gloves involved and shit. Uh, <laughs> It, like like one of those bands like almost like they didn't pay to play our show but it's that type of vibe whatever played and the guy took exception to something i said didn't like my vibe or something even though i i'm sure that i was not rude to him and he went online and tried being a weird little turd about it and it's like listen everybody you just ignore this type of dude right like this is what you're punching down yeah, it's a type of dude, guy. It, it's it's just, I don't, and everybody pointed out, hey, the singer looks like a kid, but in fact, he's a grown man. That doesn't make it, to me, that makes, that's, I'm really not touching it. Do you, if you are doing something that is really childlike and clueless and stupid, and you are a grown man, then I go, oh, shit isn't right inside right. you know what i mean like i like I, I i'm leaving alone you know what i mean so everybody love and light yeah okay. so instead instead of going in on that because i don't even thankfully that didn't hit my wire oh i saw the video wow oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay Something that's like, what that was i, I saw it on my light click. whatever the fuck yeah i didn't click because why would i why would that's yeah it has nothing to do with my life um Patrick, tell us, you, you tried to engage on Metalcore on Twitter. How was that? And what Metalcore thoughts would you like to fire off? Give us some rapid thoughts here. Because I think we have a new shirt. If we ever make a new shirt, I want that on the back. <laughs> nice. um, so uh, I went to war with two friends. Uh, that is uh, uh, Taylor Young and uh, Ian Shelton, uh, who their, their little Twitter fingers broke out when they when they saw, you know, a real one talking about Metalcore. So they saw grandpappy throwing out the hot takes they had to to get in the kitchen huh yeah they, yeah and then i had to put them in the shed and uh th- here's the thing um can i read you, the tweets yeah you can read because these are great no, I, I love, I love I, every everybody these are friends it's entirely possible that both taylor and ian will do the next self-defense record and no actual beef here so self-defense which is patrick my feed is populated by bad metalcore takes today. If you're a medical fan, medical metalcore fan of the Architects generation, how does my era of shit sound to you? Is Cave In like listening to Buddy Holly? <clears throat> Our buddy Taylor. Fair, responds, fair question. Fair question. Taylor responds: Norma Jean is just as bad as Architects. Then Ian responds: 
Why are you interacting with Pat about metalcore? Why is any of this happening? To which Pat responds, Their question? <laughs> Death to false power violence. We're talking mosh over here. To which Ian responds, Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> and that's how it is. No, then it went on to... Uh, it, it got hot. Yeah. So it, it got hot. To, you know, the, and then it went on to like a fundamental question that we have on this podcast about what is and is not no, what is in is, is not hardcore because I don't think Ian's band or my band are hardcore bands. However, Ian uh, has has a much broader definition. Uh, and so that topic came up, but whatever. But here, here's the thing. Um, I'm actually, obviously I was just being adversarial and, and contrarian with some friends, but I, I, I don't actually mind if Norma Jean is a step too far because if you love... Um, I don't know the uh, what's some fucking uh, not even um, not even to converge. Uh, what would be an even more fucking fundamental metalcore uh, than uh, than converge? Give me an example of uh, like that. fundamental. I don't know. What do you mean? Like more like rudimentary? Like yeah, no, yeah, like roots, roots. Um, like unbroken or like Zayo. Rorschach. No, 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 no. Further, further, further. Uh, g- g- give me uh, Miss Rorschach uh, integrity. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, fascinating conversation there that we won't get into today. Was why is uh, why do so many people consider Rorschach the the origin of metalcore, but Integrity just a metallic influenced hardcore band? Compelling conversation to have there. But well, because it, then you have to go if you follow the Integrity train, then all of a sudden you're saying that Judge is, and then people get weird about it. Yeah, but uh, I'm open to the conversation. I'm, I'm do you do? Oh, right, and Rorschach's the, yeah, like Rorschach sounds like a lot of punk stuff to me. So anyways, yes. So, so okay, so let's say, so if you love Rorschach, then certainly Norma Jean or even Kaven, who most people have, most people in that world have at least some respect for, uh, even if they don't love it necessarily. But Rorschach, if you go, if you go to the Norma Jean space, that's a step too far. Now, architects is a step too far for me right and it's just that's fine each person gets off the bus at a different stop it's all good you know what i mean so i don't actually care about anybody's definition of metalcore i saw some horrendous takes but most those are my, no names no names but most memorable take that was like whoa um beyond your pale uh let's see when did i see that was, by the way I mean, isn't beyond the pale a great metalcore band name Beyond, I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Um, You know, like, listen, when you play these venues that are in the sort of uh, capacity that Drug Church plays, you run into some show flyers that you just, you know, it'll be like, uh, you know, whatever, Cryptopsy or whatever the fuck it is, like, thing that you've actually heard of. And then the opener will be something like, you know, like, bomb the the mausoleum, you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> like it'll be like some shit like that, like way down at the bottom. Um, so what did I see? Uh, well, there's, there is an awful lot of love for bands records that are well past my, my, the sell by date that I have in my mind. Right now, Tom, uh, what's your feeling it's taking a, Taking the fact that you might know some of the fellows from back in the day, get on with the guys, et cetera. Um, when do you jump off listenership? Now, they might be cool dudes. When do you jump off listenership 
on uh, Kill Switch Engage? Um, probably maybe the first record back with Jesse. You go all you go all the way through the Howard era. I thought the Howard era was pretty good. Wow, I might be lost. Okay. Maybe no, you know what? Maybe all right. No, the more I think about it, no. If I'm thinking about it, to me, it's the, for me, it's three records. It's the Ferret record, yeah, the first Roadrunner Jesse record, and the first Howard record are my three. I would, uh, I would, I'm open to the first Howard record. I'm not. It's not making my list. Um, that said, there was people that like, like their pantheon of metalcore starts with. The second Howard record, you know what I mean? Like right. Stuff starts. I mean, I mean and, which is a hit, just not. Yeah, I know. Listen, I get it. I, 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 but that's that's the thing, right? Is now I'm trying to think of like a punk band that might have Green Day. We would all agree that the that the big the first big Green Day album is a good record. Can we agree on that? Is that uh, an alright thing for this conversation? But uh, good record. We yeah, we we may not agree. About, we might not say the same thing about the offspring or some shit, but the offspring brought an incredible amount of young people into punk music, into guitar music, period, right? An incredible amount of people. And if if one of these kind of like breakthrough metalcore albums, such as like the second Howard record, which I think had like like a serious satellite hit on it or whatever, you know what I mean? If one of those brought you into this type of music you're always going to have a warm feeling for it and it's always going to have a meaningful spot uh for you uh and i just but I, but that's not me right like i just i i predate that a little bit and i just it's i it missed me and so much of what people you know because metalcore twitter is not botch and and cave in it it's when somebody gives a botch or cave in take, it almost has like a whiff of old guy, like fucking you have dust. To blow, on the, it. blow the dust off of it. Yeah, you really do, and it's almost always said with like a, "Well, you kids don't fucking get it," you know. <laughs> so, so, so like, so, uh, you know, people wade into those waters, but most of us are just like, "All right, kids, go go nuts!" Right? Like, talk about your architects and you know which which Parkway Drive record you think is acceptable and which isn't. You know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I am not mad at any of it. I just think that after a certain point, once those rooms were big enough, the music really took a nose dive. Like what Taylor was saying about Norma Jean, Taylor has played bigger rooms than Norma Jean. He can't, he can't cop like a Norma Jean isn't like fucking, it's too you know, sell out. Yeah. Yeah. He can't do that. But I, Norma Jean is the actual limit for me personally. After you get like when metalcore hits over a thousand cap room, there is, very little bigger than thousand cap metal chord that I would ever willfully listen to. So, so why is that? Why do you think that is? Like, do you think whatever makes it more accessible or popular, yes. like it, it makes it, it out? Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I was asked a question about the new drug church and I've said it a million times. I, uh, I, I think that what we learned from the metal core era was that 
one of two things. Either you are an unoriginal person when your idea of progressing as a band is more melodic choruses. Either that's you being an unoriginal person or, uh, and that, you know, and maybe that is actually how you feel, but you're, that's an unoriginal perspective. Uh, or perhaps you, you saw the curve of the world and you were pursuing a market. Right. And I'm not, you know, listen, I'm, uh, I think I'm probably past the stage of my life where I can muster up any condemnation for either one. I'm just saying that it's, for me, once you get to the approachability of some of these things, like I wonder about this. Our, we went out to eat with our booking agent the other day. He wants to put us in these big ass rooms and everything. And part of me has this ref- reflexive moment where I go, oh, if I'm in a room that big, I fucking suck. <laughs> so that's just where, I'm, you know, that's, that's, there might be some, you know, I, I don't think I have any success guilt or whatever because I'm not that successful, but, I, but maybe I'll arrive there if I fill a big enough room. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But there was, yeah, Metalcore, MXC. It was with people were real mad that people were using that as a... I think oh, that's call, it, call it MC. Who gives a fuck? I, listen. I don't care either uh, way. Does, it doesn't matter. Yeah, listen. March of time. Kids, March of time. Exactly. The Metalcore kids are going to inherit the earth. It's they're, They can call themselves MC if they want. I don't give a shit. God bless. Look, uh, you might want to say this. Motorcycle clubs, but... Oh, uh, let me say this. The first... This is like the... This is like... Law of karma shit right here. If you don't like something, the bigger deal you make about it to the people who, who are doing it, the more they're going to do it. Oh, so yeah. If you're hating on MXC, keep your full mouth shut and maybe it just yeah. disappears. Yeah. If you hate on it. Yeah. It, 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 you know, listen, you're just going to get, you're going to get like a young person who's oppositional, thinks that you're on some old guy shit. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck you. Uh, I'm, I'm MC for life. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, some bad takes out there, but, but, uh, you know, look, it's where you jump off the fuck and, and Bob, you might jump off at goddamn hatery. You, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it, it's just people jump off at different stages of the fucking thing. It's fine. Um, that's right. But, uh, okay. Another topic. Want to talk yes. about a bad, yes. bad, bad week for a square grind. Uh, now, there's a lot of different ways we could approach this, but I'm going to guess that none of us know the situation well enough to fucking weigh in on the actual fucking ins and outs of whatever the fuck the, you know, whatever the fuck they're in trouble for or whatever. Now, everybody, if it's serious, we're not trying to minimize it. If it's goofy, we're not trying to fucking uh, shine a spotlight on it and make their life any harder. Okay. I just want to talk about the weird phenomenon of band doing well for whatever that means, right? In whatever scene, band doing well. And then somebody does the emperor's got no clothes on shit and the entire fucking internet goes to town. And I also, this was a thing for me. 
if I am friends with a band that I see them getting murdered online from now on, you can roast me too because I'm I'm jumping out and making it clear that hey, those are my dudes. You, you know what I mean? Because something about a square of grind that that shocked me. They've toured the United States more times. I was going to ask them on a drug church tour, not because I like the music, which I don't. I was going to ask them on a drug church tour because they they work harder than any band in hardcore. It's, that's the reason. It's because I respect touring. So uh, the, when I saw that they've toured the United States a thousand times yeah. and nobody jumped out to say, those are my dudes, I was like almost bummed to watch it do you know <laughs> now you the three of us were in a group chat with somebody a friend of ours and i went hard on one of his friends and he had and he had the the, the uh the fortitude and the the good intention of a friend to say hey could you please not shit on my friend in that respect right yeah. and that's what he's supposed to do that's what you're supposed to do when somebody is your boy, you say, hey. That's my whatever, boy. Shut your mouth. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, you don't even have to say shut your mouth. You just got to say, hey. So it's understood when you're going on your little thing. That's my man. You, you, you know what I mean? And that's fine. Like, I don't do the, you know, I don't do the, hey, you got to you gotta limit what you say sort of thing. I just make it clear. Hey, that's my man. I love that guy. You, you know what I mean? So, so, but that's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Now you can take it to an extreme. You can get, you, you know, you can go to war for your friends, whatever. But like, I just didn't see anybody jump out for a square grind, and it almost made, it almost made me want to go. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm a, you know, maybe they're cool, <laughs> and I don't know them from Adam. You know, what I mean? but the uh, uh, I I don't like to see the pile on everybody. Don't fucking write me if it was something serious. Okay, fine, but, 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 but like, I just don't like to see the pile on. Um, what was your take? The biggest takeaways for me was some people were worried that one of the members was a uh, Freemason. Oh, yeah. Uh, irrelevant, everybody. Right. And then another one was like, and so-and-so is rich. And that's how they can tour because so-and-so is rich. Let me put some on to you. Yeah. And we'll see if you're going from bad to rich. Yeah, let's give you some game. Not, you know what? People aren't coming from Lower East Side anymore. FYI. Yeah. Because what those Discord punks weren't coming from the Lower East Side. You're correct. Yeah, there's a the big the big secret that's not a secret. You just have to look one step below. Is that uh, somebody who's got a little bit of money from their folks is the reason somebody's seven inch came out. Uh, somebody oh, no who have to pay a credit card bill is because is the reason this record label kept funding. Somebody who's got a good dad with a good job is the reason that tour van made it across the country it's just it's not everybody's story but it's no, a lot but, but yeah everybody there's a lot of fucking you know uh financial advisors orthodontists etc who who have made hardcore uh, fucking wheel spin now i can get in my bag there's some people in hardcore they're so fucking rich that i can i can you know and i come from a middle class family i'm i'm got nothing but opportunity in my life but there's some dudes who are so rich that i go ah, come on you son but shut the fuck up so i get it and and the the singer of Esquela grind was in photos with laura bush but if you don't find that funny you're <laughs> insane you're fucked in your fucking head if you don't now i gotta look to those photos taking a photo with laura bush 
Uh, is her is her husband a war criminal? Yes. Is a photo with her funny? Fundamentally, yes, it is obviously. <laughs> so, like, listen, uh, it, it is, uh, yeah, and that's funny as shit. Uh, uh, listen, guys, if you ever see me in a photo with Laura Bush, it is what it is. You know, like it's the, I'll make it the album cover. You're like, in Houston. You're in Houston on like Wednesday. Maybe she'll come out. Maybe. Put her on the list. Oh, you know what? The, the whole Jenna. family's on the list. The whole family's on the list. Now, here's the thing, everybody. Like, you know, you don't like this band, and you don't like that you think that they've gotten opportunities when they've got no tracks, and this is your opportunity to fucking uh, put one in the chamber, fucking walk to the, you know, walk to the space where everybody's kicking them, and you can be the guy that hits the kill shot. Okay. But Stop. You know what I mean? Like, you don't feel strongly about this band, and half of you don't even know what the fuck they, they, that they're being yelled at for. When you're bringing up Freemasonry, <laughs> what the what in the goddamn hell? I hate to be this guy. I hate when people do this shit. But I don't know. There are there is other things going on in life. You know what I mean? Like there there is thing. But you could adopt a dog. You could go to a protest for a cause that matters to you. You know what I mean? Like, you could you could go to a, a, a grocery store, have a pleasant conversation, and make it turn it into a date where you go get a bagel and a coffee with a nice person. And, and you, you could walk around a, a, a no, man made lake. These these covers, I'll take I'll take someone posting Yelp reviews over whatever the hell this is. This is <laughs> wild ass. Come on. So. So, so yeah, everybody, listen. I, I get it. Um, we've seen it up close a couple times. The, the 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 green light goes on on a band, and everybody goes, "Yeah, you know what?" I hate them. And I've always hated them. And thank you for giving me the green light. But there was somebody got retweeted a lot on this, and I think there's something to it. And I'll ask you guys your feelings. The person's tweet was something to the effect of, "I." Uh, there's a lot of sub mid bands uh, that people pretend to like because they have the correct politics. And then when they run afoul of those stated ideals, everybody suddenly drops to, they always fucking suck. Now, does that, is that a phenomenon that you guys have witnessed? Yes. And do we think that might've occurred here? Yes. I mean, look, Squale Grind, I don't know that I've ever listened. I'm not going to lie. 54.6 thousand followers on Instagram. A lot of streams. Someone's listening. Someone's getting on board. Are they a starter band? Probably. Are they anyone's favorite band? I don't know. But when you see the pile on like this, it's just... I just want to sum it up. I avoided most of this in my feeds and timelines and have been busy, so I haven't seen it. So I Googled Laura Bush Esquela Grind because I want to see that. That sounds funny. Um, and, and saw someone, the first two results are a Twitter account saying, what's going on with the Esquela Grind me? I don't know, but it has something to do with Laura Bush and the Freemasons. The other one being a loud wire something. Why is everyone talking about the Esquela Grind feud? And so, which is to say, what? Uh, eh. No one cares. No one cares. Don't yeah. care. Yeah. Don't care. I mean, I like the soil grind. Enjoy. Uh, if there's there was some actual crime committed, 
happy to hear hear the story, but to be honest, I don't care. Don't care about this man. Don't care what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But this, all right, I think we could do like our own episode on this, but I think this goes back to the Stuckman. Oh, yeah. Controversy. Because I feel like no one is allowed to give an, a, a free and honest opinion on a record. So the only time you really can be honest is when that they're already down. So, okay. Th- yes. This is, and this is something we've touched on a bit is the idea of what criticism is now. And, and like, look, it's not just now. I've actually seen this. I, I saw someone talking about it, how in the 90s there was this moment where it was like, if you said something negative about a record, you didn't like it. And a, a zine, people would blame your ass. People got mad. Um, we're in this weird moment. And, and hardcore is a weird space for it hardcore metal adjacent punk whatever whatever where if you have a platform of any size you can be seen as just taking shots like you're just pissing on this you say you don't like something it's not because you don't like it you must have some ulterior motive you're doing this and that's just not what it is i mean when you're out here trying to actually talk about things to me and i know a lot of other people who would say the same i think both of you agree with this when someone says they like a, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. When they get to J, I don't particularly care. I'm going to be like, yeah, you like J too. Huh? All right. But when someone says, I like this, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. that is classic. I like this. Nah, not so much. All of a sudden, the weight of their words rings more true because I can understand they're showing a balance of what they like and what they don't like. You know, the sure. they have some discretion, right? That isn't seen. There's a lot of different ways people can take it. We've talked about it a bit, but but the situation Tom's referencing, I know Pat's referenced it too, is like this really shining light of where we're at in terms of an intention commodity. And the only way you show that you don't like something is by not talking about it, which then in result is your voice only talks about things you like. And that's tough. But but it's also it's also incredibly revealing. It, it's uh, it's that it's it does it has the same effect. Uh, the guy who does the Metal Gear games, what's his name? Um, Snake. Uh, Snake. Kojira, right? Kojira, am I right? Uh, no, what whatever Hideki. Guy who does the metal what? The, uh, Metal Gear games. Uh, he's one of the biggest names in gaming. Uh, it's just escaping me right now. Uh, anyway, he does these film reviews. He loves film. He watches like three movies a day. And he does these reviews on Twitter where if he likes something, he goes deeply into depth about it. Uh, and we'll talk with just effusive praise, but also not really criticism. It's almost like a, a scientist looking at something. And then and then he'll also say, watch Madame Webb or watch Madame, Madame Webb, right? Now, uh, that obviously means something because he didn't, say anything about the actual craft of the thing he just said i watched it that is and people it's now a meme it's like coded language yeah it's more cutting than anything than than you could actually deliver now friend of this podcast brian murray uh youth crew refugee he he has said we are in an era where you're not where if you criticize a band's music you sound like a hater so the only thing you're allowed to do is criticize them on moral grounds or attack them as people 
say that they're, you know, these are like, fuck these dudes. You're not allowed to actually give any sort of analysis from your ear. And I, I think that my record some, sucks. No, yeah, for right. sure. Right. I, I lose no sleep if you say my record sucks. Uh, it, so, you know, I, I think that there's something to that too. Uh, we are certainly in a moment where, you know, broadly, it's a good vibe. But that vibe is shifting, maybe in part, because we, in an effort to keep the vibe going, we we let a couple things fester. We didn't talk about our feelings. <laughs> we didn't talk about why we think, oh, this fucking sucks. And I, I don't know. I, I hope on this podcast. Now, obviously listeners whose records we have not been positive about probably don't have a good feeling about us might not come back uh, but i hope that even if they say yeah i don't fuck with those dudes they're they're obviously deaf they don't like my dope fucking uh record even if they're sitting around saying that i hope that they understand i didn't say it because i want them to fail you know, like I didn't say it because I don't want them to have shit or I think that people that listen to them are fucking stupid. I just, you know, I just didn't like your record. I, I you know, you, you're still, uh, you know, I, you, this is the brotherhood of man. I'm I'm still, you, you, I still embrace you as my peer and my, you know I mean? like, I, I'm happy to have you at the, my table. I just didn't care for your record. Not a big deal. Um, you know, and as we've talked about, that's, that's obviously easier for someone I've put out a lot of records. It's easy for me to take those criticisms. If it's your first, first record and you put your soul into it and you hear somebody that doesn't like it, I understand. But I, I really hope that there's some understanding that there is a difference fundamentally between hating and just saying, I don't like that fucking record. I'll tell my friends to their faces. I don't like your fucking record. You know what I mean? And those are people I love. Yeah. You know? And so, so, uh, there's a difference, everybody. And you don't got to wait until a band is in the line of fire for being Freemasons to, to, to jump out and do this thing. You don't, you, you could just say, ah, yeah, I, I don't fuck with that. I don't like that. You know, I put up with it with the Freemason stuff, but it was that Laura Bush photo pushed me over the edge. That was it. <laughs> uh, we, we will need to do a definitive whole episode on this whole thing because there's a lot and there's a lot to say about it because, I just think people would, I think you would get better conversation if you're allowed to say, I don't like this, you know, and we, you know, it's better when you can get that. And I, I, I get it why someone wouldn't want to hear someone say, Hey, I don't like your record. But when you yeah. say more than this is buns. You can understand it. And especially like, look, uh, taking ourselves out of it. There's long form stuff here. There's people with resumes and it's never been easier to backtrack through it. Now, will that maybe not be something that matters? Somebody in the minute where they're upset or hurt by a review? No, 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 maybe not. But be, being able to see a pattern like, yo, if I review the Norma Jean 2025 reunion record, that shit ain't for fucking me. I'm going to give you no. my opinion on it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to do what I can. But that's that's like... There's a reason that exists is so you can start to hear, oh, this person likes this kind of stuff. They don't like that kind of stuff. Oh, what they like. Uh, so circling it all the way back or Boris on this is 
Alkaline Trio is a band I'm familiar with. I have a special look. Many of my friends in California, that was their band. That was it. Which is like this is the imprinted on them. So many Alkaline Trio tattoos. Um, that said, I tried. Wasn't for me. Mm. With that Good Morning record, I listened to the whole thing. Not for me. I, we did a podcast on it, and I, I sift through it. I do notes on it. I go into it because, and I think I've said this about the Code Orange material that both you guys feel really good about and really enjoy. Never hit for me. I listen to that five times as much, if not more, and harder to figure out why I didn't like it. Because if mm. I'm going to speak on it, I didn't want to come off with some dude who was just hate because it was metalcore or some shit. You know what I mean? No, I wanted to say what it was about it that I didn't like so that someone could go, oh, yeah, you don't like that? I do like that. Cool. And then you also hit the event horizon of, or the escape velocity, I guess, of, yo, I cannot even talk about that. Not, I just don't understand it at all. And it's it's outside it's outside what I feel comfortable even speaking on because it's just, it, I, I'd, I'd I'll, I'll accept that from someone who doesn't want to put the time in on it. You know what I mean? I like, mean but, but I think there's stuff beyond that. I think like uh harsh noise, power electronics, some grind. Uh, I could listen to like, like uh, the standout bands and, or the standout acts in each one. I could probably go, yeah, I find the merit, but if you wanted to give me, a B tier extreme grind band and sure. say, give me a real review of this. I right. would say I'm not that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I would say that there's, me. yeah, right. Like it's like, it's how deep in that pool have you ever swum? Someone handed me jazz records. I'd be like, mm, I could know. say, I could say, yeah, you know, I like to part. It's pleasant it's to me or it's not, yeah. you know, and it's the kind of thing where you, you have to spend time in it. Yes, correct. That's exactly right. So anyways, um, long conversation. Uh, uh, Tom, did you like earlier today? This is the first time, Patrick. I will give you credit for it. This is the first time I believe that he's pulled the. Oh, I have to get on stage. I don't know if I can do. <clears throat> I can't two do hours two hours of talking and then get up there. What I would know. it do to my voice? Pavarotti doesn't talk before a set. I uh, I will say that in these big rooms uh, where you can actually hear me, and I can't pretend that uh oh you know th- this is a shit pa or whatever uh you you can tell when i'm asked here and it is uh you know so so i'm trying to be mindful like i was recording um uh drug church tracks the two days before our first show of this tour and it's just uh, you know I'm, i just i'm not gonna sound fucking good and i don't so i just i'm doing my best i'm not like look you warm up no i i do i hum a little bit but like we you know we've done tours with with uh turnstile uh uh, brendan does his uh uh, vocal warm-ups we just did a tour with citizen uh uh, matt does the whole like uh these, these dudes are walking around doing the whole fucking thing uh I just uh, I do a little. Uh, I don't even know if that does anything. I'm just no. trying to. I'm just trying to feel a little bit warmer Can when you do I get scales? on scales. No, because I don't know notes. Uh, yeah, I, but like, I mean, like you go to YouTube, like, and then you just follow that. It's like you. It's like da 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 and just keep going up until it just like gets like your. It just opens you up, man. 
You only got to do it for uh, two minutes, and you get uh, Pedialyte. Th- this is a question that uh, maybe is for another episode, and let's find a way to make it not not about Patrick, because uh, I, I know I would feel agonized if I was a listener who did not like me, and we were just fucking talking about drug church all the time. But, but uh, a question that I was asked... I was asked a question, uh, I think the Washington Post, uh, the other day. Uh, <laughs> no, drop no, something. No. Drop something. Yeah. NBD. Uh, the, uh, I, I believe it was the Washington Post that uh-huh. asked me this question. You know what I mean? They were curious. Oh, about Jeff about my, Bezos. Way to go. They were curious. It was, it was, it was in something. It was, uh, was it the time? Mm, was it what was it? Wall Street Journal. No, it was the Washington mm, Post. That's right. That's right. Who owned it? Murdoch? Oh, right, no, correct. Jeff Bezos. Uh, Jeff it was Bezos Jeff. It was Jeff. It, Remember? Because right. he texted yeah, right. you before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He WhatsApped me. Uh, so the, uh, but I was, I was, you know, everybody asked about uh, Turnstile and and the effect that they've had on the uh, on the scene and what what it's done for bands and it's you know it, it, I, we've covered it here quite a bit but uh, this is a question for a future episode. Are there what? My argument was, I'm very happy for their success and I'm not. Uh, uh, obviously, I would like more success in my own life. However, I do personally. And you guys can tell me if this is like self-defeating or a little like hardcore guilt or something. I do personally think that there is a cutoff on the size room that you want to see a band with a guy barking in it. Like there is is a cap to the size. Like I would not want to see what I do at uh, Yankee Stadium. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I would not want to see it. Uh, uh, at Red Rocks, you, you know, like, and uh, I think that that's just, uh, that's a question. It doesn't have to be about, about me and my inability to sing, but like, is there like Slayer is, was a big band. And if you look at it objectively, it's almost difficult to imagine that something with that sound could ever get as big as it was or is, but that's just, isn't that, part of the beauty of the whole thing. You never know. You don't know what you don't know. Right. Uh, however, if you just had to sort of throw out your ideas for what size you want to see something at without hating, you know I mean? We're not hating. We're not saying it's got to stay that size. We're just saying, what's the biggest size room. That's a conversation for another episode. What's the I biggest agree. size room? I think it depends on the response. You know, like, <clears throat> do I want to see you, be the opening band for you two at MSG and there's 400 people in an 18,000 cap and you're up there just fucking flailing. No, that's brutal. But if you're doing what you're doing and there's 18,000 people singing fucking grubby back at you, I don't give a shit if you can sing like, you know, like we have a lot of friends bands and bands that, you know, are adjacent to hardcore that have gone a long way for not being able to really sing very well. Uh, There's a Robbie Williams song. Uh, late, late era Robbie Williams. Oh, late. I only, I only know Angels, and I watch <clears throat> watching that sing along. It's still one of the coolest things you'll ever see. He has a line where he says, uh, "Can't, can't dance, can't sing, but I've made it this far. You'd think you'd be happy for me." Yeah. So that's like your next tattoo, is what you're saying. He, he, he's just addressing the haters. He's just saying, like, "Come on, guys!" Like, yeah, I'm a no talent, but isn't that kind of isn't that kind of cool? You know, <laughs> look how far uh, I got. Yeah, that's a grind. But, 
address the haters. All right. 